Welcome, everybody, and welcome, fellow patriots. Welcome, fellow deplorables. Welcome, all you drugs to society and rock dwellers, you sycophants and stinkos. That's what they call you. You know what we call you. We call you friends, allies, patriots. And we always welcome you here. And this is the Conservative Commandos Radio Show. And I'm Rick Trader coming to you from the MyPillow Studios, the MyStore Studios of the AUN TV Network. And Joining me today, as he does a couple of times a week, is the uh, president and CEO of Frontiers of Freedom. That's George Landreth. George, welcome back. Welcome back to Conservative Commandos. It's great to be here. I'm kind of like a bad rash. I won't go away. <laughs> I keep coming back. But uh, it's a privilege to be here because, after all, this is the place to be, both doubly so, meaning Conservative Commandos and the AUN TV Network. Hey, George, you know, I, I did a little thinking. Sometimes that gets me into trouble, but I, I just can't help it. You know, these identity candidates, all right, the hyphenated candidates, the, the, the female candidates, the minority candidates, the LBGTQ candidates, and you heard them, you've seen them. You know, in Philadelphia, they're having an election a primary election. There are 10 Democrats running. I don't care which Democrat wins the primary. That candidate will win the general election. People in Philadelphia will continue to do the stupid thing. You know, doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. You know, all these candidates are basically running on the same thing, George. Well, they're going to fix the schools. They're going to fix the streets. They're going to stop crime. They're going to get the illegal guns off the streets. You know, they're the ones that do what, you know, all these Democrats. George, they haven't done it in all this time. There's no difference, George. They promised it for a generation. They promised it, George. They promised it for a lifetime. And I know that, George, because there hasn't been a Democrat. I'm sorry. There hasn't been a Republican mayor in Philadelphia since 1950. That's almost 75 years, George, since 1950. So I was thinking today about the identity candidates. You know, friends, again, the the LGBTQ, they're going to they're going to support and they're going to elect uh, uh, somebody from their crowd. The 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 now the National Organization of Women, all the leftist women, they they Went their side. Uh, the minorities, you know, for instance, in Philadelphia, you know, they're going to elect a Democrat. You know, the Democrat. So, George, I'll tell you who I'm going to support from now on in. Just as they support candidates that think like them, who look like them, who act like them, who are the second. George, I'm going to support white, a white man who's a patriot, who's Christian, who's heterosexual. That's that's my identity, George. So what what is wrong with me? Why can't I say that's the candidate, that's the kind of candidate I'm going to support and not be called a racist, a sexist, a homophobe? Hey, you know, I want a candidate that's going to represent me just as they are going to support candidates that are going to support their 
whatever their identity is, be it female, be it homosexual, be it Muslim, be it Jewish, be it black. I don't care, George. That's the candidate they're going to vote for. Why can't I say I want in a, candid a candidate that I can identify with and not be called a racist, a homophobe, a bigot? Makes well, sense I you, think George? that's because you're expecting there to be some level of fairness and some sort of consistent standard applied. And that's the problem with the left is if it weren't for double standards, they'd have no standards at all. So the reality is they can support the identity politics stuff and say, I don't like this. I don't like that. And it can be race based. It can be preference, you know, sexual preference, you know, all kinds of different things based. And it's okay for them. It's just not okay for you. And I, you know, it's funny. And, and they'll defend that. They'll say, like, oh, of course, obviously. And it's like, okay, that's very interesting. The reality is, and I know this is true for you as well. Uh, now, you know, Clarence Thomas is on the Supreme Court. He's not running for president. Um, but if he were, you know, let's say he retired from the Supreme Court and decided to move to Pennsylvania and run for Congress in your district. I know for a fact you'd be willing to vote for him. Even I would. Though, because the identity that's most important to you is, do they believe in America? Do they believe in our Constitution? Do they believe in the rule of law? And I think that's a very, very important point. And, and it'd be nice if the other side could agree to that as well. But they, like, these are people who say diversity matters. And the answer is, no, not actually. For them, the only thing that matters is you look different. But, but you, they don't want diversity of thought, not at all. They want everybody to think like them. And if they don't, they'll call them names and try to vilify them. George, truth be told, I want the best candidate. I don't want a man. I don't want a woman. I don't want a black. I don't want a white. I don't want a, a straight person or a homosexual or a Muslim or a Catholic. I want the best. I want the best. But you see, George, you can't say that. You can't say that because you you get tagged, George, as the racist, the homophobe, the the the, the uh, xenophobe and all the other things, George. I'm getting so excited. I'm ghosting in and out. I <laughs> wish this would stop it. Uh, Alan West is another man. I wish he was in my district. I'd vote for. Yeah. I'd get out. Oh, yeah, I could vote for Alan West but, all day long. But again, George, it doesn't matter to these other people, the other groups. Yeah. If it's a woman, they're going to vote. The women are going to vote for a woman. If it's yeah. a black, and we see this time and time and time again. If it's a black, the blacks will support them. The blacks will vote for them. If you're an Omar, why do you think she got elected? Because she was in a Muslim district. Was she the best person? No. No, she wasn't, but she was a Muslim that was representing a Muslim district. So the Muslims supported her. That's how she won. AOC, I guess she's in a, a district of idiots. You know, they wanted an idiot like her. So they voted for her. You get what I'm saying, George. Yeah. Well, if in you're fairness, white, if you're low white, intelligence, if you're a Christian, need to be if you're Congress a man, if you're, if you're heterosexual, you can't say, I'm voting for that person because he's a man.
or I'm voting for that person because he's white, or I'm voting for that person because they're a Christian, or I'm voting for that person because they're straight. But the other side does it, George, and they get away long. with it all the time. Yeah, they do it all day long, seven days a week, 365 days a year. That's it's kind of interesting. I like I, I agree 100 percent. What I want is somebody who's going to uphold the Constitution, somebody who's committed to peace through strength and the rule of law and those kinds of things. And to be honest, those are things that aren't really related to the color of your skin. Uh, it's just kind of weird. Uh, like we said, there's you know people like Larry Elder or Clarence Thomas or my good friend Horace Cooper, you know, they're all blacks. And guess what? They are, if as it were, on the side of America. They're on the side of American freedom, of the American Constitution. That's all I really look for in somebody is, is that's what I want. And, you know, they could they could look like me. They could have they could go to the same church I go to. They could all the same same thing as me. But if they they don't pass the test of caring about the Constitution, the rule of law, peace through strength, those kinds of things, then I'm not interested. I just, you know what I mean? It's, they look like me. Like an example would be, you and I are friends, you know, and I, I realize we're both white, but you're not my friend because you're a white man. You're not actually not my friend because you're a Christian. You're my, my friend because we have a similar worldview, which might include Christianity, of course, but the reality is it includes a lot of other things as well respect for the rule of law, et cetera, the Constitution and all those things. And so the belief that freedom matters, that freedom is an important element of a successful and happy society. And, you know, you could be green or purple. If you had the same views, I'd still be your friend. If you changed your views, I'd be less interested in being your friend. Probably so, probably so. Hey, George, let's get a, uh, a break in here because we do have a couple of great guests. And on the other side of this break, I'm going to ask you to let our viewers, let our listeners know who they are and the topics for our conversations. But you are listening to and watching the Conservative Commandos radio show. I'm Rick Trader. My co-host today is George Landreth. And this show, like every single show that we do, is being brought to you by the First Amendment. Protected by the second. Go nowhere, George, and I'll be right back right after this break. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence. And this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. 
So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893. 93 and AUN TV again that's 800 797 7893 and AUN TV You're still looking good I'm still feeling good you know I've got all your my pillow products mattress topper bed sheets my pillows towels slippers blankets sleepwear dog Whoa bed. whoa Charles everyone now can get my pillow products at huge discounts at mypillow.com that's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV again. That's 800-797-7893 and AUN-TV. And once again, we do want to welcome you back. This is the Conservative Commandos Radio Show. I'm Rick Trader. My co-host is George Landreth. And we're coming to you from the MyPillow Studios, the MyStore Studios of the AUN-TV Network. And go to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Check out all the great products that Mike Lindell has for sale. Go to mystore.com, mystore.com, and check out all the great products of all the the freedom-loving entrepreneurs that Mike Lindell is trying to help, help them market their products. And don't forget, on checkout, always, always, always use the promotion code AUNTV. Why? You're going to save 25, 30, 60% or more. You're going to be helping out a true American patriot in Mike Lindell and and the people who work for Mike. And you're going to help us out here, conservative commandos and AUN, because we make a few bucks out of it. And we keep this show going. We keep the network going. We also bring you great guests. And George, speaking of great guests, we have a couple more today to bring to our audience. 
As we always do. Absolutely. We're going to start off with uh, Major General Paul Vallely, who is, um, well, he graduated from the um, U.S. Military Academy at West Point. He served for 32 years in the U.S. Army, and he served all over the globe. You name it, he's probably been there. And uh, he's, you know, written books. He's been a TV national security and military analyst. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. And I want to get into a good conversation about the border because he's done a lot of work on that question. In fact, he actually helped Donald Trump come up with his policies that helped get the border under control. And so I think he might be a good person to go to to, um, you know, figure out what, what can we do now? Because things have gotten way, way, way out of hand. It's just like yeah. crazy dangerous. But anyhow, I think that'll be a great conversation. We've also got coming up uh, Representative Don Ritter. He served for 14 years in the U.S. House of Representatives from Pennsylvania. He's got a doctorate in science from MIT. He was on, you know, Committee is not surprising about science, for example, well, in commerce. He was on energy and commerce in the House and also science and technology in the House. And then after that, he, you know, once he left Congress, he's done a lot of different sorts of things. Some of them were environmental in nature. Some of them were trying to fight against communism. He's, for example, been a, on the uh, a trustee of the Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation and Museum. So... He's, I think we'll have an interesting conversation with him, but what I was thinking of getting in, we could probably talk about a dozen different topics, but I wanted to ask him about fossil fuels and how it impacts our country, not just the price of the gas tank. Everyone, every American kind of gets that, that when prices go up, it means it costs them a lot more money to fill their tank and that can hurt their family budget. But it's actually a much worse than that. Uh, it's, you know, that's maybe the thing we notice but it puts a real difficulty and a real slowdown on the economy in general, and it endangers our national security. And so I wanna get into uh, to former Representative Ritter about some of these fossil fuel issues to figure out kind of, how do we get this stupid? That's a great question, George. How did we get this stupid? <laughs> I think by electing a lot of stupid people. George, what's on your radar screen? Well, I think there's a couple different things that I that I I think are worth looking into, and one of them was this idea that the uh, you know we've talked about the I guess what you might call the the deep state and so forth, but and we've all had our suspicions, but we now know that the FBI had evidence that Biden was receiving money for policy decisions during the Obama administration and and the FBI knew about it. In other words, this isn't like wow. he was so clever he got away with it and they didn't know about it. You've probably even heard the stories about how the uh, Obama administration was a little concerned about some of the slimy stuff that Joe Biden was involved in and that Hunter was involved in. Well, they're probably only concerned in the, in the sense that it might blow back on them but they probably had no real problem with it because they didn't do anything to stop it. And it, to be honest, the FBI was aware of all of this at the same time they were working with Hillary Clinton to try to frame Donald Trump as some sort of Russian wow. operative. 
So that gives you an idea how corrupt they are at the FBI, at the upper echelons. I'm not saying the average FBI agent is necessarily corrupt, but the leadership is clearly corrupt. And we keep getting new stories that prove it. I don't know how many stories you need. Like how many exhibits do you have to have to prove the proposition? Would three or four be enough or do you need 16 dozen? Because every week we get more evidence that the FBI's leadership wasn't just doing a bad job, they are corrupt. So I don't know, you have any thoughts on that? How did it get so corrupt, George? Well, how did it get so, how far back does this corruption go? Yeah, that's a fair question. And I don't know that I have the proof on the, or the exact example. I think that it's gotten much more corrupt of late. There may have been corruption. We've heard stories about different things that were going on during the FBI in the 60s and 70s even that were not really kosher or cool, but they seemed to be somewhat isolated. They didn't necessarily seem to be a whole way of doing business constantly, whereas now it just seems like this is the way they work. They're, they're the Praetorian Guard. For well, how do you change left. it? How do you reverse it? Does the president, does the administration have to come in and just fire everybody? I'm serious, George. I mean, fire everybody the way Ronald Reagan fired all the air traffic controllers. Does it just have to start from ground zero all over again? Yeah, well, they definitely have to hire at least the upper echelon of management and uh, and then make sure they're not rehired. Struck was in the, in the upper echelon of management, was he? That's a fair point. I mean, I think you could go through and, you know, I'd kind of hate to fire guys that have been doing a good job, and there are some, but the point is you can rehire him. out all the weeds. You can rehire him, George. Yeah. You just you'd fire everybody. Well, that's a good point. You could fire and, everybody and, and then rehire the people who uh, it's clear they were not part of the problem. But I think you'd have to make sure that you don't rehire any of the bad guys. Right. Uh, like you said, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page. They, right. were, they weren't super high level. I mean, they weren't necessarily entry level either. It's not like they were sweeping the halls in the FBI office building at night. But, um, but they were, uh, were thoroughly well, George, corrupt. it's so easy to investigate some with these days. You just yeah. go on the internet. You go to their Facebook page. Okay, you see what they post. It's so easy. It's so, so easy to investigate someone, George. I bet, you know, I bet you could set up a computer program that automatically goes into somebody's social activity, their internet activity with certain words. And you'd be right there. There's a way to, to weed out a lot of the bad weeds. Okay? Yeah, and you, I agree with that. And, I, it, you know, it's... The FBI, the problem when it's one thing, you know, like if you go to your, uh, let's say the guy who installs the, you know, comes to fix plumbing at your house. If he's kind of got this crazy leftist bent on things. Yeah. Uh, there's a limited amount of damage that he can do. When it's law enforcement and they're responsible for enforcing the law, they can basically bring society down. They can destroy society. And so I think it's why we have to take this very seriously. I don't want to go on some witch hunt and go find every person who likes Joe Biden. And whether they're a plumber or I got the guy who collects the trash, you know, on the back of the truck and run them down and make sure that we make sure they're fired. 
But I definitely want to do that when they are violating the law at the FBI, the DOJ and, and other government agencies where we've entrusted them with the power to act on behalf of the people. And they need to be willing to follow the law, not follow political preferences. And this is the point. It's just gotten too crazy. I mean, well, let's assume that Donald Trump wins re-election or, you know, a second term uh, with that term in between, that disastrous term in between with Joe Biden. I wouldn't want him to run around just finding ran and persecuting randomly people who voted against him in 2020, in 2020, just the people who use the power of government to corrupt our processes, you know, and I wish the left would extend to us the same opportunity. You know, I, I've been targeted by the IRS multiple times and I'm tired of it. I want that stopped. I want every last one of those operatives to be fired. I want them to lose their pension. I want them to go to jail because it is a crime to use your power as a gov in government to turn around and punish people simply because you don't like their political views. And right. so anyhow, I just think it's a real problem. And, you know, it's funny because did, did Donald Trump do this when he was president? The answer is no. He didn't use the FBI or the DOJ to go punish Hillary Clinton. And you know something, George? You know he didn't because if he did, the media would have been all over him. They would, would have, have been all nuts. over it. Hey, George, by the way, nuts. by the way, the last plumber in this house was a staunch conservative. I wouldn't hire a leftist plumber because that person is dumber than rocks and would surely cross the pipes. <laughs> but uh, George, let's get on a break because we do have a couple of great guests that are going to be joining us. Um, former Congressman Don Ritter is going to join us a little later on in the show. He's going to talk about Russia and China and energy and manufacturing and the state that this country is in and how we're giving up, how we're giving up our expertise in those things and you might say, but on the other side of the break, Major General Paul Valley, retired, is going to join us talking about Joe Biden sending troops to the border. Not to patrol things, but to do paperwork. Cut me a break. Don't go away. We'll be right back with our guests. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, mystore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. 
It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV again. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV again. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV. And welcome back. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos Radio Show with George Landreth and yours truly, Rick Trader, coming to you from the MyPillow Studios, the MyStore Studios of the AUNTV Network. And George, our first guest of the day is with us. And I know you will do this. I don't have to ask you to, but uh, please make him feel welcome. Happy to do that. I'm excited about this because... We always have the very best guest, and we've got General Paul E. Vallelay here to prove it. He's a major general, U.S. Army retired, and we've invited him on the show because the reality is not only is he a great patriot, but he's a great guest. So it's kind of a win-win there. But he graduated from the U.S. Military Academy at West Point and was commissioned in the U.S. Army in 1961, and he served a distinguished career in the Army for 32 years overseas on essentially every corner of this uh, earth. I guess that's scientifically not very uh, correct because there's not corners on the earth, but you get the point. 
It's kind of like a phrase. <laughs> but anyhow, because um, we sometimes do mock those, uh, you know, climate alarmists who don't deal with science well. So I just want to make it clear. I do understand the globe doesn't have corners. But anyhow, but he's been everywhere. And he has also been a military analyst on TV and radio for quite a while. He's co-authored the book Endgame, which is a blueprint for victory in winning the, the war on terror, war footing, and Baghdad, uh, Baghdad ablaze. He's also the chairman of Stand Up America, excuse me, uh, the chairman of the Stand Up America USA organization. So with that, General Valley, welcome back to the Conservative Commandos, and thank you for proving every time you're here that we have the best guests on TV and radio. Well, thank you, George and Rick. Happy to be with you again. Uh, uh, trying to update everything. We're working on a number of projects at the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation now. Operation Jericho for the J6ers, Operation Sinaloa on the cartels, and we're also moving with the Patriots International Alliance uh, leading to a ceasefire summit in the uh, Ukraine-Russia conflict, uh, hopefully having that summit meeting in early July. So we're working on that very hard right now. Sounds like you're keeping busy doing important right. things. I wanted to ask you a little bit about the uh, the border because President Biden has announced he's sending 1,500 troops to the border, but he mm -hmm. kind of left out what they were there for because I think a lot of Americans think, oh, good, good news. They're going to be there to help secure the border and help seal it up because the wall slows down the flow of the border in theory. At least when I went visit the border, several border patrol types told me the wall was very useful because it helped slow down, so they had a chance to get there and intercept people back before it got crazy. But, but it wasn't enough to actually keep people out. But, the, but my understanding is they're not actually there to defend the border. They're there to process illegal immigrants so they don't have to wait in line, so they can more quickly be sent along their way to America's interior. So I want to ask you, what's really going on here? Well, I, that's exactly right. I mean, the thousands that are crossing the border just as we speak, uh, an inundation that we have never experienced before. Uh, hundreds of thousands crossing our borders just in the last month, going in places known and unknown in the United States. And this is all being uh, 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 done and coordinated uh, by the cartels in uh, Mexico uh, who uh, handle the mules that take these people in and also deliver the drugs inside the United States. But uh, you can't play defense anymore, and we've got to get rid of this guy, Mayorkas. He's an idiot. Uh, he lies to the American people. Uh, we have even Chinese coming across the border now. And uh, we probably had, I understand, maybe almost in the last couple of weeks, 20,000 uh, getaways. That means they come in and we don't track them. They don't fill out any paperwork. They just go to places uh, unknown in the United States. Uh, and so that is increasing. Uh, the fentanyl deaths are increasing by a wide margin. And the more uh, advanced uh, fentanyl uh, uh, pills that they're putting together for our youth, uh, we're losing people at a faster rate than we lost in World War II uh, just in the last few months. So we've got to do something. We've got to go on the offense, George. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It seems to me, and this is a little alarming, I think, uh, well, it is alarming, but I'm hoping most Americans are alarmed by it as well. And that is, we don't control the southern border. To the extent there's any control at all at the southern border, it would be the cartels. 
And they're not actually interested in preventing people from getting here. They just want to make sure that they extract money from everybody who wants to come here first. And essentially, in some cases, get them to pay up front or in other cases, or maybe additionally, get them to agree to some form of indentured servitude or slavery to right. be permitted to go over the border. And then we just basically process them and help them move along. And while processing them, it's not like we have, you know, ankle monitors on them and know where they are. We just give them a piece of paper saying, hey, when you get around to it, show up at the court and let them know you're here. And yeah. it's like, I'm thinking to myself, there'll be some people who will do that because maybe their incent, their reason for coming is not totally evil. You know, maybe they actually are here to get a better job and a better life and so forth. But for the vast majority of them, they're not showing up. Once they're here, they're just going to meld in and kind of. So I, yeah. I, it makes me a little exactly. nervous because I'm thinking to myself, we've outsourced control of our border to essentially a criminal enterprise. Well, and, we've lost it, George. And you, and lost. I, it may even, they may even be terrorists on some level. Oh, absolutely. Because when you see them are. killing the populace down in Mexico, it doesn't yeah. sound like they're just, just kind of, you know, garden variety criminals. It's a little worse than that, as I see it. But what, what do you think? Well, the cartels are very well organized. They control the entire uh, Mexican government uh, from top to bottom. Uh, they're more militarized than the Mexican army as far as helicopters, drones, motor, motorized vehicles, arms, uh, 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 satellite uh, uh, systems that they have. They can track everything. And uh, in 2017, I submitted the first war plan, operational plan to the Trump campaign, and Trump did a good job of closing off that border and controlling it. And of course, just in almost three years now, Biden and Mayorkas have destroyed all of that. So we have basically uh, an open border to everybody that wants to come across, and uh, none of it's legal that's going on right now. And so, uh, but Trump played defense, and I, I told him, you got to go on offense. Uh, uh, and uh, I resubmitted that to the Department of Defense. I outlined a special operations plan that would take down the cartels in seven days, neutralize them completely in the Sinaloa Triangle area. We would send in the 1st Armored Division from Fort Hood, Texas, to surround all of the uh, roads of entry or exit out of the Sinaloa area, lock it down entirely as we destroy the factories and destroy the... Uh, the headquarters there of the various uh, five to six uh, cartels that operate uh, in that area. At the same time, Department of Treasury is to take down and to uh, 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 track all the flow of the cartel money. They made $13.5 billion last year tracking money. They're working very closely with the Chinese. Now they've infiltrated our northern border with Canada. So uh, we are under attack from the north and the south. And many of them are coming in by airlines on passports. And they're the agents that work in each of the cities and recruit and also set up distribution lines uh, for the fentanyl and other drugs. This is a massive operation. Yeah, I was going to say, obviously, having a border that's wide open is, is pretty risky. Because even if only 1% of them are coming here with ill intent to commit crimes and do bad things, that's an overwhelming number. I mean, that's, you know, because isn't it like over six million uh, illegal immigrants in the last three years? Something like that, if I recall. Well, we're, I don't know, we're up to maybe 15 to 20 million that have come across the border. We're going to push more towards 30 million okay. within yeah. the next year. 
Well, uh, yeah, if it's 20 uh, million, the, my point is if it's 1% of 20 million, that means that's literally over 200,000 criminals. And of course, I'm sure it's much higher than 1%. I picked that number to illustrate the magnitude of the problem. Well, the Democrats want them as voters too, you know, that they'll be able to vote. So that's part of the Democratic, the ideologues, uh, that's that's part of their uh, their plan. Uh, but we don't have any leadership uh, in Washington uh, that has a plan to stop it. They don't want to stop it. It'll continue. The generals and admirals are not doing their job of protecting our borders. Uh, General Milley said, well, it's a police action. What police are going to take down the cartels? None. None. So uh, that's how yeah, stupid the cartel is uh, very our, militarized. Our general is. Yeah, I was going to say, the cartel is very militarized. I mean, it has been for a while, but all the money they've been making the last three years has allowed them to have the top, really, aside from the U.S. military, there's probably nobody on the North American continent with, with who's better equipped than they are. That's correct. I think they're probably better equipped than the Canadian military. Well, they may be. I don't know. But, it's, yeah. but, but it's, They're well it's, equipped. Nonetheless, it's a military operation. It's an international uh, drug cartel operation engaging in uh, not only the trafficking of drugs, but uh, sex trafficking. Uh, the number of uh, violators that we've seen committing crimes in Texas and other places in America already killing people, innocent people, uh, known convicts. That uh, uh, One was, I think, uh, sent back to Mexico eight different times. He came back in the country and killed somebody. And so it's a major problem. And at the same time, we're dumping $13.5 billion into Ukraine, doing nothing but draining our treasury in a totally unnecessary war that could have been prevented. Um, but that's what the leadership or lack of leadership has done with uh, Joe Biden. He needs to be replaced immediately with Kamala Harris. We need a new government. We need a Trump to take charge again. Uh, with a good staff this time that's going to rid the uh, deep state of uh, all of their uh, violations. Uh, so we've got a serious problem, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We need to solve it. We need to solve it now, not later. More Americans in jeopardy as we speak. Yeah, even if you don't count all the increase in crime that's related to the border and the border crossings, even if you just count the fentanyl deaths. Right. Um, my understanding is that's the equivalent of like a major U.S. airliner, like a 747, crashing every single day that's with every right. passenger on board being killed. That's right. How long will we tolerate that, do you think? How, how many weeks in a row with, with seven plane crashes every week would we at some point go, wait a minute, we got to do something? They're not going to do anything, George. They're committed to let as many people cross the border as they can. Mallorca is committed. The left-wing ideologues, they, they have their mission out. They're going to allow as many to come across as they can. They don't care. They don't care about enforcing the U.S. law. Department of Justice corrupted. They should be doing something. The Supreme Court should be doing something. They're not doing anything but sitting on their derrieres. The military is not worth a damn as far as leadership and protecting America. Ladies and gentlemen, they used to say, uh, Houston, we've got a problem. We've got a big problem, and we don't have the people in government that are solving it. Even the governors could do a lot more. The sheriffs could do a lot more. The sheriffs could deputize uh, hundreds and maybe thousands of people down there along the border states and uh, border counties. 
The governors can do a hell of a lot more. They could send the National Guard down and then send the active duty in to destroy the cartels in their nest in the Sinaloa area. We, I said I put together the plan, but they won't follow it. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because we are, I would argue, I mean, I think we can survive another year or two of this with the Biden administration, but if he were to get another four years, I'm not sure we could survive that, to be honest. I think full eight years of this insanity would probably bring our country down. We may still be called the United States of America. We may still have the stars and stripes flying on flagpoles, but I don't think it would continue to be the land of the free and the home of the brave. I think it would well, be a radical uh, We're in a civil war. We're headed to a revolution in this country. I don't, um, personally, Biden, I don't think will be on the ticket. I don't think Kamala Harris will be on the ticket. The Democrats are going to do everything to put up uh, two people. I think Susan Rice uh, is going to be moved into some position there. They're trying to uh, indicate that Michelle Obama could be uh, moved in. So the Democrats are up to no good, but watch them. But Biden and Kamala Harris won't be around. That's what I'm uh, forecasting. Yeah, well, that's a good point. And maybe I should rephrase what I said and say it's not just whether we survive with them in charge. It's if we survive with that ilk in charge. In other words, that group of people with those viewpoints and that whether it's, you know, I know Barack Obama is not eligible, but to be honest, this is Barack Obama's third term. If Barack yes, Obama were to get a fourth term with a different face, I think it could be disastrous. Well, it is. It's, yeah, it already is really disaster. Uh, oh, Biden uh, is uh, the puppet master over Biden. Obama's running the country. And it's interesting that they just had Susan Rice move out of the executive office building. So I know they're planning something there to put her in. They don't want Kamala Harris around because she's totally stupid and incompetent. Uh, but uh, American people, you better wake up and start doing something. Even the Republicans, they've been there in charge of Congress for now almost five, six months. What have they done? What have they accomplished? It's a fair McCarthy, point. What's he done? I mean, the, the, the Republicans are no stronger than they were before. Hey, yeah, they're conducting all of these hearings. You know, the J6ers, they asked me to plead to, uh, I talked to four of them in the D.C. Gulag. They said, go to Congress, have a subpoena so we can testify. That was nine weeks ago. The Republicans have done nothing to get back to me mm. trying to abide by what, what the J6ers in prison. And they're being now going through all these jury trials. They're totally dominated. They've all been found guilty. They got the Proud Boys yesterday and the Oath Keepers. So, uh, <laughs> George, I'd like to be more positive, but uh, as I said, we've got a big problem on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We better step up and do something about it. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. And that's a good place for us to take a quick break because one, we got to okay. take care of a little business. I know Rick wants to get on the conversation. So folks, don't go away because the conservative commanders will be right back. I'm George Landreth. He's Rick Trader. And our guest is, is Major General Paul Vallely. And we'll be right back. There's lots more to discuss. And General Vallely, I can guarantee I'm Mike Lindell and I'm excited to, to announce my so new product, away, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, mystore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family owned business micromanages every step 
from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV. Again, that's 800-797-7893. And AUN TV. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV. Again, that's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV. And welcome back. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos radio show with George Landreth and yours truly, Rick Trader, at least when I'm fading out because of this virtual background. Coming to you from the MyPillow studios, the MyStore studios of the AUNTV network. Paul Valley, Major General, U.S. Army, retired as our guest. He is the chairman of the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation. And we're discussing O'Biden sending troops to the border and uh, General Valley, uh, two things. Thank you for holding through that break. We appreciate your time. And boy, you shocked me, buddy, when you said that we need to get rid of a Biden. We need to uh, 
bring Kamala Harris in, uh, up. Uh, you called her stupid and incompetent, but yet you're calling for for uh, Joe Biden to be impeached or something removed and Kamala Harris installed. Explain that one to me, sir. Well, I think the Democrats uh, have a plan. And their plan is to make sure that Trump does not get elected. They're going to do everything they can to steal the election again. And they're going to play puppets again. Okay. The, somehow, the word I get, they are going to replace Kamala at some point in time, maybe move Susan Rice in, uh, have Obama step down, the Susan Rice moves up to president. They're looking at all of these uh, move, chessboard moves right now, uh, from my information. So, uh, Rick, we'll have to see what they do. Just keep uh, keep your eyes on that White House, and, and the chairs are going to be playing there. Well, you know, I George and I did a show the other day, and we talked about Joe Biden making a a, a three minute YouTube speech announcing his uh, reelection campaign, a three minute YouTube video. What? It wasn't on national television with every major TV camera and news source there, it was a three-minute YouTube video. And at that time, I said to George, George, either the fix is in, that he, just like in 2020, he campaigned for his from his uh, basement, either the fix is in, George, or he will not be the candidate. He will not be the candidate. And you brought up a name that scares me, Michelle Obama. Yeah. You know, well, their position, their positioning here, Rick. There's no doubt about it. They're positioning Susan Rice. They brought Gavin Newsom in from California for a couple interviews. Uh, now you got Robert Kennedy Jr. that's on the slate. He's running, and he's sounding very logical with a lot of common sense. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But they'll play very dirty. They'll steal the elections in the major states of Michigan, Pennsylvania, uh, Florida. Uh, Georgia, uh, Michigan, and so on. But they're going to play real dirty because they don't want to lose power now. And they do want to change and have been changing America forever, just like Obama's promised. All right. Obama's that, the culprit here. Obama's well, I, I, I believe. I, I believe Obama is the puppet master. He's pulling the strings. That's He's right. pulling the strings. Uh, That's right. General Valley, you sent uh, a uh, report to me. From the Citizens Commission to Restore America. Tell us about that commission. Well, we formed that three months ago. Uh, the Citizens Commission to Restore America was launched uh, to magnify uh, Make America Great Again. We've given that to President Trump to carry forward. And in that uh, commission, we are actually issuing directives. Uh, that information that we put together from the people that said, we want our government to do this. So we issued a directive uh, on the cartels uh, and to uh, uh, protect America. We've also issued a directive regarding the uh, notion for a ceasefire in the Ukraine-Russia situation. We've also put out uh, uh, information regarding the J6ers and uh, uh, how they're being manipulated and kept in the uh, DC uh, gulag and now some of them off to federal penitentiary. So. The uh, Stand Up America U.S. Foundation uh, launched the uh, CCRA, just like we launched Operation Sinaloa, Operation Jericho uh, for the J6ers. And now we're involved in a ceasefire summit conference to be held the second week in July in the Mediterranean. 
All right. I want to go to some of the points, and uh, we hereby direct that the Secretary of State declares that cartels, an international threat, and a terrorist organization that Congress declare war on the Mexican drug cartels. How's it going to play with the Mexican government? We don't care. They're not doing anything. They're complicit. All I mean, right, I've been asked that before. They said, well, you're going you're gonna to notify the Mexican government that you're going to take the cartels down at 2 o'clock in the morning. I said, hell no. Then, then you don't have any covert operation going on. This is a secret type of mission uh, when you launch a special ops mission like this. So you can't trust the Mexican government. They're owned by the cartels. So why would we tell them anything? The cartels are our enemy. The Mexican government won't do anything about it. All right. You also have, you and, and I can't hit, I wish we had time to go over all these great points, but you have a point here that I have not heard anyone discussing. Declare a 20 kilometer no go zone on the Mexican side of the southern border. I think that's a great idea, kind of like a, a DMZ, demilitarized zone, uh, no-go zone. But how do you how do you handle situations like whereas Mexico, which is right on the border? Well, we go in and basically after we take down the cartels, uh, we set up that 20 kilometer no-go zone. And that means only approved commercial traffic uh, can uh, enter the United States and back into Mexico. We operate three corridors, uh, one from Texas, one from Arizona, and then one from uh, California on down. And that way we can police that whole area to ensure the cartels don't raise their heads again and reorganize. And so uh, we, we will then work with the Mexican government very closely to ensure that that entire uh, border uh, is secure now and in the future. So there's a way to plan and do this and work with the Mexican government once we take down the cartels. Well, as you said, the cartels control the Mexican government right now. So right. how do you how do you how do you handle that? How do you well, get rid of, how do you get rid of the cartels? Work with the Mexican government to bring down the cartels when the cartels own the Mexican government. Well, first of all, you take down the cartels. You take them down in their nest in the Sinaloa area, two o'clock in the morning, seven day operation. Special forces, our special forces, our, our Navy SEALs. We know how to do this in a joint operation with air ground operations. We know how to do these kinds of things. And so basically we lock them down in that uh, tri-zone area down there. As I said, I'd move in the 1st Armored Division from Fort Hood. It's only about five hours down there. I lock down all the highways and uh, roads of going into the nest areas and out of it. You lock it down, and then you bring in, working then with the Mexican government to establish the no-go zone. So this is a military operation, very well thought out. Well, I got something called the Rick Trader Plan for the border. One thing is you tell Mexican, unless you control the cartels, unless you control the fentanyl, unless you control the drugs, we're going to shut the border down and nothing, nothing, nothing is going to cross the either way. Not a leaf of lettuce, not a dollar, not a peso, not a person. Nothing is coming across that border till you, Mexican government, shut down the cartels and the drugs and the fentanyl. You think that has a place in your plan? No, because the Mexican government won't do it. 
They don't have to do it. We have to do it. We have to we shut have down to do the border. It. We have to take out the enemy, which is the cartels. The Mexican right. government's not our enemy. It's the cartels. And they're an okay. international cartel, by the way. You have here civil military affairs and psychological ops uh, forces utilize a, a as necessary in operational and recovery zones. What what is that for? That's basically once the cartels are taken down, you set up the no go zone, 20 kilometers in those uh, sections uh, that I that I outlined to them. You ensure that you protect the Mexican people, that they then can continue with their life, their business uh, in that whole Sinaloa area, which is also controlling all the business activity in those provinces. Uh, the cartels also are heavily invested in all the resort areas down there that the Americans continually go to Cancun, Puerto Vallarta, uh, Cabo San Lucas, etc. So uh, basically, once we shut down those cartels and their business, then these other businesses in Mexico will be more free uh, to do it without the umbrella or a lot of, uh, vacant of, of the threats from the cartels. Cartels run everything and everybody's afraid of them. That's why you got to take them out. You can't notify the Mexican government because they will notify the cartels. Well, the Americans are going to come in at two o'clock in the morning on uh, the 9th of June. This is a secret. It's like uh, like World War Two, Rick. I agree. Okay, you have your U.S. Treasury will be responsible for shutting down the financial operations of the cartels on an right. on a worldwide basis. Recover all illegal funds and assets. I love the idea, but you know they couldn't even shut down the Treasury Department. Couldn't even shut down the uh, mafia. How are they going to be able to do it with the Mexican, Central, and South American cartels? Because it's very, it's very uh, um, the technology today that didn't exist back then. We have the technology to track all uh, money transfers, bank wires, payments, and all that. We can do that today, and so we will be able to uh, really track where the money's flowing. And if we stop the flow of money. Uh, that will be one thing, but shutting down the processing of that money to go out to the different uh, cartel members that are in our cities that are on the payroll. We shut down their payroll. No one gets paid. Shut down the drugs. No drugs come in. So uh, this is, you got to think militarily, Rick, on this, not politically. All right. Well, this that's is a military <laughs> solution. You know, you know, General Valley, in my opinion, if you left it to the military, they, they would do a wonderful job. They would do the job. But as you say, political. Pol I don't know if they have the political will, not just the Biden administration, but any administration. Uh, and I've said this before here, General, that when you look at Korea, when you look at Vietnam, when you look at Afghanistan, when you look at Iraq, militarily, we won all those. Politically, no, we, we, we lost them all. Wait, we politically, we lost them. Well, we lost them militarily, too. We won some battles, but we haven't won a war since World War II. And who do you blame that on? Leadership, lack of leadership, well, politics, politics. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, hey, General, these cannot uh, be political decisions. These have to be uh, Save America decisions, void of politics. In my book, I go over that. It's right. called Reality Prison. You have to deal with reality, not the politics 
not looking through a prism politically. You got to look through a reality. What's reality? The reality is there's a threat. The threat's cartels. We have to take them out. You can't make political decisions when it comes to the future of America. But that's what happens. Too many political decisions are made, which, in my opinion, is the problem. Uh, General, why haven't the governors, why when Governor Ducey, why why hasn't Governor Abbott done anything to close down their borders? Well, they have done, but they've done sparse things. They've sent out their National Guard. They try to reinforce and uh, allocate uh, more uh, budgeting to to the church, but it's not enough. Again, the governors don't think militarily. They think politically. Is this a good political decision? And the feedback I get from some of the governors, well, we don't want to, get to go against the federal government because they'll cut off federal funds to the states. I say the hell with that. Even now, the states could be drilling for oil. They could be not having to close down all the economies that from the illegal uh, directives coming out of the White House. It's called the 10th Amendment, federal rights versus states' rights. States could be much more independent now, but they've been on the American, uh, uh, the, the federal uh, titty, so to speak, for so long, they're afraid to get off of it. I say the hell with the federal government. You don't need them for most things. We can grow our own food, for example, in Montana. We can transit. We can uh, do about anything. We can drill for oil. And that's what the governors need to do. Take charge under the 10th Amendment, because you'll have all these illegal dictates coming down from the federal government. Totally you know, illegal against the Constitution. General, part of my job of what I do here is I ask questions I think our listeners and viewers would ask. You're calling for the U.S. military to get involved. You're calling for the, the uh, military to take down the cartels. Americans are going to die. Do Americans have the stomach for this type of operation? The American, the American public has, have, the, have the stomach for this kind of operation, for Americans to die in controlling our border. If I can save 100,000, 200,000 young people from fentanyl deaths, absolutely. And I, we've taken, uh, we've, we've uh, considered this. We've asked the people. They say we want our military to take down the cartels. We don't want any more deaths. We don't want any of these gangsters coming across our border. We don't want sex trafficking. What would you say if you could stop these guys from coming in killing our kids? What would I say personally? Do it. Yeah. I mean, do it. Absolutely. Major General Paul Vallely, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on Conservative Commandos. Please tell our audience how they can can connect with you, how they can read the things that you write, how they can get your books, how they can find out more about the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation. Well, thank you, Rick. It's StandUpAmericaUS.org. Uh, all the plans are on there. Uh, you can use it, distribute it to your friends, sign up for our weekly newsletter on the website, uh, donate. Uh, we've been around since 2006 when General McInerney and I formed this uh, organization, uh, but we do survive on uh, donations and support. So help us out. Sign up for our newsletter. We're doing everything we can to save America, ladies and gentlemen. We have an end game, and that's to restore America. That's what we're talking about. May 2023. This is it. Awaken up, Mary. Get away. We've got to take this country back. Get totally involved. Agree. Totally agree. 
General Valley, again, thank you so much for joining us. Great to see you again. Take care and God bless. Thank you, George. Thank you, Rick. And you are listening to and watching the Conservative Commandos radio show with George Landreth and yours truly, Rick Trader. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV again. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV again. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV. 
And welcome back. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos Radio Show with George Landreth and yours truly, Rick Trader. Coming to you from the MyPillow Studios, the MyStore Studios of the AUN-TV Network. And George, our next guest is with us. And uh, please do the honors of the introduction. Absolutely. We always have the best guest. We've got uh, former Congressman Don Ritter here to prove it. He served for 14 years in the U.S. House of Representatives, representing a district in Pennsylvania. He holds a science doctorate from MIT. So that tells me that chances are when you watch those hearings and you hear congressmen asking stupid questions on tech stuff, if Don had been there, he wouldn't be asking those kinds of questions. He'd be asking smart ones. And uh, he, of course, served in the House Energy and Commerce Committee and the Science and Technology Committees. That shouldn't surprise you, given his background. These are something he knows something about. It'd be nice if we had a few people in Washington now that were similar. But anyhow, he once he left Congress, he led the National Environmental Policy Institute, and he was a National Academy of Sciences fellow in the... Uh, the USSR, uh, he speaks Russian, he speaks fluent Russian, and he was a ranking member on the Congressional Helsinki Commission and a founding co-chair of the Baltic State Ukraine Caucus. And he was a trustee in the Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation. And I think there's like over 100 million victims of communism. So sounds like an important uh, organization. But anyhow, with that, Don, welcome to the Conservative Commandos. We're glad to have you. Well, it's good to be here, guys. Good to be with you. Yeah. Absolutely. I wanted to got talk to you. Big, I'm sorry. Got some big issues out there today. Absolutely, we do. I wanted to ask you about fossil fuels because I think we often think of energy as essentially a um, economic issue. Like when prices go up the pump, it costs money and it can affect the economy because it makes everything more expensive and it creates difficulty. But I think one of the very overlooked elements of energy policy is its impact on national security. As an example of that, I would argue that during World War II, we bombed Nazi uh, energy infrastructure with the express purpose of both weakening their economy and more particularly hampering their military by starving it from energy. So I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on the, these uh, energy issues? Well, it's interesting. Uh, we had to bomb Nazi Germany's supply lines for fuel, but in a sense, we're bombing our own supply lines for fuel by disarming fossil fuel energy Coal has really been pushed around out the door almost, yet we have the largest coal reserves on the planet, and we burn it the most clean way on the planet. Oil and gas, we are the largest producers of oil and gas, and we have a potential to do a great deal more, yet we are being hamstrung by our government, which is using climate change policies, uh, government policies to uh, derail to repress, to remove fossil fuels from our national life. You make a very good point because one of the frustrations I have is our problems with energy are not because some foreign adversary is damaging our energy infrastructure. This is a self-imposed injury. This is like some track runner going to the Olympics and then the day before the contest, he takes a, a gun, holds it up to his thighs and starts blowing holes in his legs. And then he complains that he doesn't feel well and can't compete. <laughs> Like, well, maybe you shouldn't have pulled the trigger six times and filled your legs full yeah, of holes. But uh, that's what we're doing, aren't we? The Biden administration 
has imposed an all of government approach to removing fossil fuels, oil, gas, and coal from our national life. It's, it's stabilized somewhat in the recent present because we've got a war to fight in Ukraine. But in terms of supplying other countries by expanding our production, no, we're not doing that. So what is Russia doing? Russia is selling, not just to China and empowering Chinese industry and, and manufacturing, but they're selling to the so-called global south. And the global south, that's big. That's India. That's Brazil. That's Indonesia. That's Malaysia. That's Africa. These countries need fossil fuels to run their economies, to run their militaries, to run their cars and trucks, to run their industries. I, I mean, it makes no sense. So what's happened? This is what I have come to conclude. There is out there an axis of oil. When I say oil, it's kind of for short for all of fossil fuels. But there's this fossil fuel axis of oil that involves Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia has come to a point where it's making peace and exchanging embassies with Iran, who wants death to America and you know death to Israel first. I They've mean, what the heck? The, uh, and then you Saudis. have you have Connor shooting missiles from uh, Yemeni into Saudi Arabia. So they they're making friends with essentially their their most probably important adversary. Well, they they have now buried the hatchet temporarily. I, I I'm thinking, but uh, the oil producers, the axis of oil, it's all of the Middle Eastern countries. It's Iran, it's potentially Venezuela, and of course, Russia, and Kazakhstan, for example. So what you have is these producers, and they are supplying the world that we are not supplying. And that is why the Global South has not gone along with us at all on the Ukraine war. Oh, they may think Russia's nasty and bad, but Russia's giving them reasonably priced fuels and petrochemicals and a variety of derivatives that they need. So the those are the consumers. And the consumers and the producers together constitute this so-called axis of oil. And we are the biggest losers. The democratic West that's going 90 miles an hour for climate change, uh, changes in our economy. These are the biggest losers. We, actually, Western civilization is the is, are the biggest losers, and this is potentially the real existential threat to Western civilization. Not, wow. not climate change itself, but the policies that push the, our countries in the West towards dropping fossil fuels, uh, smearing fossil fuels, downgrading and, and uh, insulting fossil fuel producers whose lifeblood so we say to Saudi Arabia, we say to Qatar, we say to the Emirates, we don't like your lifeblood. Your lifeblood is worse than you can imagine. Joe Biden has said that uh, climate change is more dangerous than nuclear weapons. Now, the world has warmed. You know, it used to be global warming, but that didn't sell. So they change it to climate change and use the weather, extreme weather events, to say, yes, 
this 1.5 degree Celsius increase in a hundred years are causing is causing all of these weather uh, extreme weather events. But if you dig into the research, it's not so. It's not true, but it's a selling point. It's a religion, uh, and it's so dangerous because fossil fuels are the lifeblood of modern industrial technological society. Period. Yeah. And solar and wind. You know, they don't work when the wind doesn't blow, the sun doesn't shine, and you can't be dependent on it. You can add it to your grid carefully, which is what China is doing. You know, China brought on 87 gigawatts of solar and wind, I think of solar alone, in uh, 2022. That's equivalent to 87 1,000 megawatt uh, fuel-burning power plants. But they have a robust grid. They can take the solar, use it when they need it, or keep it, it. It'll go into their baseline. But then they can, when the sun is not shining and the and the wind is not blowing, they have capacity to fill in. We don't. And you see the the rolling uh, brownouts in, in uh, New England. You see them in California. Uh, uh, you know, California is not doesn't want to produce any of its own energy. It wants to import from everybody else's in the West. Western states uh, taking it in from the grid. So the bottom line is, in terms of climate change, if we don't produce it, the producers will produce it and the consumers will purchase it. And there you have the excess of oil. The war in Ukraine can go on indefinitely. Russia can't win this war because what we've supplied to Ukraine but they can create stalemate by holding on long enough. If they keep getting these revenues, they can, they can hold on. Does Putin care about 100,000 or 150,000 or 175,000 casualties? No. He cares about retaining power. And he's going to wait us out unless we win. We got, which is, by the way, a good argument for winning now. Because Western democracies are not patient in terms of, you know, investing billions and billions and billions of dollars in Ukraine. No. You better win quickly. And um, that says something to Biden, you know, give him some more long range stuff to hit targets that uh, are in Crimea that are close to the border. Right. Well, you make a good point because Joe Biden's policy at every juncture not either encouraged Putin or made it so that he could, you know, keep on, you know, he was not really at risk in terms of, uh, it's a little bit like he gets to throw wild haymaker punches at Ukraine and all Ukraine's allowed to do is try to block those punches. And that creates a really perverse incentive, which is the incentive is Russia will never stop. If Russia's reassured, by the way, you can throw as many punches at whoever you like and no one will ever punch you back. Guess what? You're going to throw a lot more punches. Totally. Totally, that's the situation now. Uh, the supply lines in and around the Russian border should be fair game. And we're starting to see some action on that front. Uh, Attackums, longer range uh, artillery fired missiles uh, would be very helpful in taking Ukraine. They, they could today destroy the Kherson Bridge if, if the Ukrainians had it. So, yeah, if we want to win the war, uh, we better do it quickly. 
because we're disarming ourselves of the same fossil fuels that Russia enriches itself on. And uh, you see how Saudi Arabia is coming closer to Russia and China as yeah. well. Yeah, you know right. why? Because they see us disarming of fossil fuels. They have fossil fuels. They're not going to denude their economy of fossil fuels anytime soon. Yeah, they'll build solar collectors and a few windmills here and there to appease the West and the United States, but they're not stopping. Well, I also think they see us as a declining power at this point. Joe Biden has convinced them that America's on the skids. And I think so they're trying to figure out, well, who should we align with in a world in which America becomes a second rate power? And if Joe Biden remains in office for a lot longer, we probably will become a second rate power because he's doing just inestimable damage almost every day to our nation. You do realize the damage to our military that he's doing right now? They are experimenting with electric tanks, electric (laughs) trucks, electric airplanes, would you believe, and electric ships. Billions of dollars are being thrown down a rat hole because of climate change crap. And, you you know, the uh, Secretary of the Navy recently said that climate change was his most important priority. I mean, are you kidding me with what's going on in the China Straits and Taiwan? Right. And and the Navy is all we got. We're we're thousands of miles from China and they're a few miles from Taiwan. Ships are all we've got, you know, and some bases here and there in the island chain. Man, it's crazy. It is really dangerous. Biden is a very dangerous person. And he's not only dangerous, he's incredibly corrupt. He's dangerous. He's corrupt. He's incompetent. And he's demented. And sure, there's. Mohammed bin Salman, Salman looks at the Salman looks at the TV and sees these Biden moments, and he he sees uh, America denuding itself of the lifeblood of a modern economy and a military, and he says, "Whoa, I'm hedging my bets right now." He yeah. didn't see this during Trump. Nothing. Palestinians yeah. were quiet. Biden put in a hundred million dollars back to the Palestinian a year. To the Palestinian Authority, and all of a sudden, when Biden got elected, the violence in Israel, uh, the Middle East, just ramped right up. That's the truth. That's the truth. Well, one of the things I think is interesting they about look, this, they, they, they look at Afghanistan. Break too, what? They look at Afghanistan. Oh yeah, I mean that's, that's where this weakness the began. Data, it's not just we botched the withdrawal. But we had nine forward operating bases in Afghanistan, including one on the border of Iran, Shindan, one right below the Stans, the, the Mazar Northern Distribution Center. We had Bagram right up the Wakhan Corridor to um, China. And we had uh, Jabad, Jalalabad, right on the border of uh, uh, Pakistan. And uh, we had Kandahar right in the middle of the country. I mean, billions and Billions and billions of taxpayer dollars giving us a a position in in the world's worst neighborhood. Okay. And we blew it. We just surrendered. It it wasn't a withdrawal, it was a, a complete and total surrender. Yeah, it was horrible. it was worse than helicopters on the embassy coming out of Vietnam. You know why? Because we didn't have to do it. There, yeah. there was tremendous opposition to the Vietnam War. There was never one demonstration against the war in Afghanistan. The problem was we couldn't win it. 
We couldn't win that war because we were fighting Pakistan. And the Taliban are nothing without Pakistan. They yeah. are proxies of the inter-services intelligence units. And that's the Pakistani military. Yeah. And they run and they the also country. gave a place to hide because they could they could leave exactly. Afghanistan and go hide in, in neighboring Pakistan and only come back as they soon as we look like not only go hide, they, they got training, they got weapons, they got food and shelter. The three major uh, shuras where the leadership of, of the Taliban were, were Quetta, up north Marin Shah, and then up a little more north, right along the border in Peshawar. Mm -hmm. And the Taliban leaders, the Taliban soldiers, they had families. They were going to school. They lived there. He's like, I mean, do you believe that Pakistan didn't know where bin Laden was in Ababa, right. no, given ISI yeah. skills? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, Don, we should probably take a, a crazy quick break so we can get in a little business. And I know Rick wants to get in the conversation. But okay. to our viewers right. and listeners, this is the Conservative Commandos. I'm George Landreth. He's Rick Trader. And our guest is former Congressman Don Ritter. And we will be right back because I know there's more to discuss. And I can guarantee you the next half will be very much worth sticking around for. Okay, I'll bring it back in about 10 seconds. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV again. That's 800-797-7893. And AUN TV. 
You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNTV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNTV again. That's 800-797-7893 and AUN-TV. And welcome back. Welcome back to the Conservative Commandos Radio Show with George Landreth and yours truly, Rick Trader, coming to you from the MyPillow Studios, the MyStore Studios of the AUN-TV Network. And speaking of the AUN Network for shows like The Stone Zone with Roger Stone, News You Can Act On with Brigitte Gabriel, Danessa Zuz's podcast, The Joe Messina Show, more Money with Stephen Moore, Project Veritas videos, Washington Watch with Tony Perkins, Colonel Allen West, Steadfast and Loyal. You know where you can see those great shows right here on our very own AUN TV network. Our guest's segment is former Congressman Don Ritter. Uh, Congressman Ritter served in the House of Representatives for 14 or 16 years, I do believe 14 years, representing a really beautiful part of the country, the Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania. Congressman Ritter, thank you for holding through that break. We really do appreciate your time. Thank you. That that was a Democratic district, by, by the way, um, and it's back Democratic now. But yeah, I, I just want to point out that if, if, if your viewers are interested and you Google Don Ritter fossil fuels energy, You'll see a host of articles that I've written, op-eds that I've written on this subject matter. Uh, The irony of it is the subject matter is so crucial. Well, Congressman, let me say, let me how crucial you believe this is in in an article that you wrote. I believe it's posted up on a hill, an article inside that China-Russia access is dangerous for fossil fuel disarming America and the West. The first line in the article is this. The relationship between China and Russia poses as the greatest danger faced by America and the West since the Hitler-Stalin Pact of 1939. That Those are big words. You know, and the words are backed up by the fact that China is the greatest manufacturer on the planet. They produce right. everything. I mean, go to the hardware store and try to find something that's not made in China. Okay, so, and Russia is by far the biggest energy producer and has the biggest natural resource base. A lot of the, the minerals that society needs uh, for their economies. You, you combine the two in a symbiotic relationship 
and think of the power that that has. And then they align, them, align themselves with the so-called axis of oil. I, I mean, the future is bleak if we do not change direction. If we don't get a Republican president in 2024, uh, we're already on the decline, as you said, Rich. We're already going downhill. Our, our social policies, our economic policies. Can you imagine people wondering why we're having bank failures and interest rate issues? The Biden administration has spent like drunken sailors. They have the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, right? Mm -hmm. Do you realize that the Inflation Reduction Act is really a Green New Deal spending package? Potentially, if these things... Yeah, I'm so, I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. You, you, you know, Congressman, I wanted to talk with you about this new Green Deal and follow me for a minute. When Ronald Reagan wanted to put missiles in Europe, there was a group called the Women of Green and Common that demonstrated and protested all over Great Britain that actually stopped that from happening, stopped the deployment of those missiles. It was after the Soviet Union collapse that documents that were released that the women of Green and Common were sponsored, were funded by the Soviet Union. So I would like to ask you, who is pulling the strings on this Green New Deal? Who is behind it? Who is funding it? Because if you ask me, I think that the Green New Deal is going to, uh, to destroy our country because when you talk about Russia being the greatest energy power right now, I believe a few years ago that was the United States that had the largest reserves. When you talk about China being the, the manufacturing giant of the world, hey, at one time it was the United States. Now, who, if, if you ask me, who has the most gain by the United States losing its industrial might by the United States losing its energy power. So two, the two evil giants we're talking about right now, Russia and China. Congressman, am I right or wrong here? Totally right. Totally right. Um, you have the biggest energy and natural resource producer in a symbiotic relationship with the biggest um, energy consumer. Now they're second to us right now, but that's they're on a different glide path. They'll be bigger than us just in a, in a year or two, but they are now the second biggest consumer. And, and given their consumption appetite, having Russia as their gas station, as their raw material supplier, it makes the two of them in this symbiosis. I mean, she could say that this hasn't happened in a hundred years and it has changed that we are making. Can you... This this link between Russia and China is an existential threat to Western civilization and, and the power that that brings to them, military, industrial, energy. And in the meantime, we're stripping off our armor and, and worried in our military about electric vehicles mm -hmm. and worried in our military about wokeness and, and race and gender no wonder we don't hit our targets for recruitment. I mean, we we just need a conservative comeback. Um, I think it's going to come. I really do. I think um, we need to get the abortion issue under control. 
We can't have them screaming abortion, abortion rights. This is what happened in 2022. If you look at the uh, the districts that were close, that the Republicans lost, abortion was was 24-7 on the airwaves. Right. And uh, so we've got to modulate, moderate, whatever. We have to come together. Uh, you know, 15 weeks isn't bad, right? I mean, that's what Europe has. Why can't we have that? Well, it's so much better than, than postpartum abortion. Well, Congressman, I'll be honest with you. You're speaking to the wrong choir here because I, I for one, believe that life begins at conception. But we could argue that at another time. What I was getting at, Congressman, was the fact that you've got Russia benefiting, you've got China benefiting. Is it possible? Can you make the link that China and Russia is funding this new green deal, the promotion of this new green deal, the people, the groups that are behind the the uh, the new green deal, the just that, just the way that the no, Soviet well, Union was behind the women I, I of women in common. You know, we don't have we we don't have smoking guns, but it sure would be in their interest to do so. I mean, put it this way: China exports almost three hundred sixty billion dollars worth of product to the United States every year. Wow. Uh, you know, they they have a linkage into our economy, which is, it's almost controlling, you know? And if you look at solar and wind, they totally dominate solar and wind. And adding insult to energy by denuding ourselves of fossil fuels, we make ourselves independent on China. We're gonna go from energy independence to energy dependence on China because mm -hmm. Re take a look at the graphic that the visual capitalist has on who does what in renewables. It's almost entirely red, meaning China. They dominate this industry. They've been at it. They perfected it. Uh, you know, uh, Biden administration is rejecting the idea of tariffs on Chinese solar panels. I mean, our entire solar industry thus far has been imported from China. I mean, maybe 80, 90 percent. What is it? What are they thinking? Uh, you know, it's almost as if um, it's almost as if the Chinese have something on on, on the Biden family. Uh, well, I, I think mean, what they have on the Biden family you know, is is money. You know, that money that that the Biden crime family has gotten from China. The Chinese didn't give it to them I mean, because they like the guys. They went they expected something from them. And I think this is what we're okay. seeing. I think I think you can't discount that. L listen to this. China is a surveillance state. Communist countries were surveillance states. Mm -hmm. They have technology for surveillance to beat the band. You don't think when Hunter Biden was screwing around with prostitutes and doing co cocaine and doing deals and big guy and all that, you don't think the Chinese were listening up? Are you kidding me? They would have been stupid if they didn't. I mean, if I was China, I would have done it. I'm, I'm not China, but, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, it's something's out there that is, uh, I don't know, it's, it's deep. I, I don't think you can say that they are directly funding all of these things. But right now, guys, the taxpayers are funding this. Inflation is funding this. The 360, the, in the, in the, um, in Reduction Act, which is such a misnomer. I mean, it is so causing inflation. I 
mean, it's and the major media doesn't denounce these people for, you know, trying to hoodwink the American people. But if you look at that money, it's over 10 years, but it doesn't run out. It you have to uh, you have to congressionally unauthorize it over in the 10 years uh, hence. And it could be trillions. Of, it could run into 2030 and cost trillions of dollars and, and blow up the America as as we know it. You know, so Congressman, we, we, talking, about, win. Ta- talking about a lot of money, I want to get back to this $360 billion. Your figure, $360 billion exports leaving China, coming into the United States. And I know where it's going. I look around here. I'm looking at monitors. I'm looking at VCRs. I'm looking at computers. I'm looking at modems. I'm looking at copy machines. All of it, all of it, all of it is coming from China. And all of it within the next five to 10 years is going to end up in the trash. Because, you know, that's how things are built today. What upsets (laughs) me is that $360 billion that's going back to China, much of it is going to Russia for what? For energy. In the yeah. meantime, in the meantime, this Russia administration and this party that's in control in Washington and their friends in the media are telling us, oh, we've got to scrap oil gas. We got to scrap the internal combustion engine. We got to get rid of your, your gas range. Everything's got to be electric. All that electric, the solar panels, the windmills, all that garbage, where's it coming from? China. It's all coming from China. Very little of it, if any, is being manufactured here. That's the and, problem. And you gotta connect all these solar farms and wind farms to the grid. This is an enormous expenditure. You're talking to go net zero by 2050. You're talking trillions of dollars, which we don't have. So you'll just see bankruptcy based on uh, the uh, climate alarmist religion. I mean, it, it's um. You know, AOC, I remember everybody was laughing. Remember when she and Ed, Ed Markey in the Senate uh, yeah. came up with this Green New Deal and everybody thought this will never happen. That bill, that Inflation Reduction Act, has in it the Green New Deal. A large, Brandon. large chunk of Green New Deal. And, you know, it's amazing how the Democrats have fallen into line, even though the progressives, the squad and those uh, justice Democrats, they're small in number, but they have a strategy. And they have a lot of support, George Soros-type support. Uh, a lot of the tech billionaires are don't know anything. They haven't had any life experience. They're too young. They got super filthy rich. They feel guilty, so they, they're giving out money to support the oppressed, quote-unquote. I mean, they really have a kind of Mark, Marxist philosophy for everybody but themselves, <laughs> Um, it, it, it all this money is filtering into these different groups, environmental groups, natural resources, defense council, environmental defense fund, world wildlife fund. Um, yeah, I, I know them well because for 10 years I ran this environmental institute. And, well, like, and I said, uh, like I said in the beginning, it, well, where, where's this money coming from? And in my opinion, again, it's China, it's Russia. Well, because a lot of it is coming from the, the, from the Mark Zuckerberg's. Uh, and the, the Larry Pages and the Sergey Brins uh, and the Jeff Bezoses of this world, people who had very little life experience other than jumping into a field that they had superior knowledge 
-hmm. and creating massive global businesses. The other thing you should know is when people say, oh, the United States, I listened to Fareed Zakaria the other day. I try to get all sides of the, the coins. Um, he, he was saying that uh, in spite of the fact that people say America is in decline, look at the American economy. Look at the leadership of the top companies in the world. And you know what I say? Those companies are not American. They may have their HQ here, but they're global companies and they're motivated by global markets and global responses. Wow. And this is why America First became so popular because everybody could see this happening. They could see a kind of you know, uh, emphasis away from the United States towards a, you know, massive global marketplace. And, uh, you know, it was very capitalist of, of these people to do that. And that's what they've done. But don't tell me that those countries belong to America. No, they started here. They got their headquarters here. But they're global companies in every sense of the word. Former Congressman Don Ritter, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on the Conservative Commanders Radio Show. Please tell our listeners and viewers how they can follow you, how they can read the things that you write. Well, um, this past year, ever since uh, the war started in Ukraine, and I realized that the climate change uh, movement was opposite to our global interest, our geostrategic interest, and that uh, the war is being financed by fossil fuels and, and, and countries that need fossil fuels are going to Russia and they're going to uh, Saudi Arabia and they're going to Iran and they'll go to Venezuela, Qatar and the Emirates. And where are we? So, so we're not gaining anything in the global emissions, right? Because these other countries that constitute the axis of oil, by the way, all authoritarian and some moving to t in totalitarian directions, um, that's substituting. So we're going to be naked and everybody else will have clothes. But look, Google uh, Don Ritter Energy Fossil Fuels and you'll find a bunch of articles that uh, follow this this theme. All right. Congressman Ritter, it's been uh, great talking with you. Great to meet you. Thank you. For, I know we had a little bit of a difficulty uh, connecting yeah, with the technology, but we sure did appreciate you uh, hanging in there with us and joining us here on the Conservative Commandos. My pleasure. Thank take you, Rick. Thanks for the opportunity. Take care and God bless. You too. And you are listening to and watching the Conservative Commandos radio show with George Landreth and yours truly, Rick Trader. Go nowhere, George, and I'll be back with more news and commentary right after this break. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. 
It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893. 93 and AUN TV again that's 800 797 7893 and AUN TV you're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. To order, please call 800-797-7893 and use the promotion code AUNDV. That's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV. Again, that's 800-797-7893 and AUNDV. And welcome back. Welcome back to the Conservative Commander's Radio Show with George Landreth and yours truly, Rick Trader. Coming to you from the MyPillow Studios, the MyStore Studios of the AUNTV Network. And hey, you know what? We do want to hear from you. We want to, we want to know what your opinions, what your thoughts are. We want you... We want to know what you think of this show and all the shows of the A1TV network. We want your guest suggestions. And the way to do all that good stuff is our voice text hotline, 415-854-2677, 415-854-2677. Or you can email us at auntv at yahoo.com, auntv at yahoo.com. Either way, it doesn't matter, but we do want to hear from you. So, George, this is the time of the show that we call the two-minute thingy. What's on your radar screen? Well, I got a kick out of this because it just kind of shows how stupid people can be. Apparently, <laughs> Google has put out a memo asking for its employees to use more inclusive language 
gosh. And some of the things they found non-inclusive that were problematic was phrases such as man hours <laughs> or you guys. Oh, gosh. Um, things like black box, you know, referring to, oh, that's a black box, kind of like it means it's an ununderstood process. Oh, you know, um, was, it's just like, really, that's very interesting that these are the things. So I'm thinking to myself, how much better is the world going to be if people stop using these highly offensive terms like <laughs> how many man hours will it take to finish the project? <gasps> what? What did you say? Oh, gosh. Uh, how are you guys doing? What? <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you know, the world will be so much better once we get rid of those just horrible, horrible words that just are so offensive. I mean, I just, I lay awake at night in fear of phrases like man hours and you guys, don't you? Oh, George, <laughs> I mean, it, it is getting more and more ridiculous each and every day. You know, George, I, I, I have this theory of the pendulum, things swinging one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't wait, can't wait for the pendulums to start swinging back the other day. And maybe, maybe, maybe this Budweiser, this Bud, this bad move from Budweiser, you know, with this transvestite as their spokesman, may, maybe the blowback from that, maybe that's the start of the pendulum starting to swing back, George. Yeah. Now, it's, it's and it also cracks me up that they think this is actually an important problem. Can you imagine waking up and living in a, like, you'd live in a, essentially a paradisical society if your biggest problem, if the most pressing issue, the thing that's most fearful to the population is phrases like you guys and man hours. Imagine that. That means there's no crime at all. That means there's no risk from Russia or China or Iran. There's no no terrorism. There's no problem at the southern border. The economy is just rip roaring, doing great. I mean, basically, you, that means you have no problems at all. If that's your biggest problem, that means you have no problems. Well, I think it's all part. It's all little parts, George. It's all little parts to rip apart the moral fabric of our country. Because that's that's what I do believe. The yeah. goal of the left is is to bring America down to third world status to make everybody and everything equal. Third world, that high, huh? Third you sure it's world, not fourth well, world or fifth well, world? Well, let's hope. Let's hope not, George. <laughs> hey, George, we had a couple of great guests today. We always do. Um, it was really great to have uh, General Paul Vallelay. Uh, just a really interesting conversation. Of course, he's a uh, you know, well, he's a general, major general, and just a great conversation about what's going on at the border, what the 1,500 troops is actually about. It's not actually to secure the border uh, and what he thinks needs to be done because we're basically, we've turned over control of our border to these essentially narco-terrorists, and that's just a really horrifically bad policy. And we can see that in the fentanyl deaths, the increases in crime, all these other things. Some of that crime is committed by American citizens who have been emboldened by the defund the police movement and the idea of, you know, Soros prosecutors that don't enforce the law. But some of it is because of this influx of lawless criminals that we've allowed. So it's just really bad policy. And then we also had a great conversation with um, representative, former representative uh, Don Ritter and he, he, of course, has a expertise in, in things like what's going on with Russia and things like that. He's got a science background. Just talking about the fossil fuels issue. 
And why is it that people think that essentially making America less dominant when it comes to energy and making us more dependent on the world's bad actors, particularly China, um, why is that helpful? How does that help our economy? How does that help our national security? And I thought Don did a great job of outlining how really foolish and dangerous this is. It's not just about whether or not you have to spend more money at the gas pump. That's certainly a problem, but it's not the biggest problem. It's thrashing our economy and it is thrashing our ability to defend ourselves and it's empowering our enemies. So it's really bad news from start to finish. Bad, bad news. Bad news all the way around. Good news, though, George. Good news is frontiers of freedom. Well, we try to be do things that promote good news. That's right, like the Constitution, individual rights, limited government, peace through strength. But uh, yeah, you can get us. You can see it right there, ff.org, ff.org. You can follow me on Twitter. I try to keep up on what's going on in the world at my initial G, Landreth, which unfortunately spells Glandreth. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't think that out. I should have, you know, I'm used to my own name, but that just, yeah, Glandreth's not ideal, but it'll get you connected with me. <laughs> What would have been what would have been if your name was Rick Randolph? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. But for right now, we're out of time. We gotta run and we gotta go. Take care. God bless. And we're gonna see you tomorrow on TV and on radio.